You're listening to Music Tectonics. Welcome back to Music Tectonics, where we go beneath the surface of music and tech. I'm your host, Dimitri Vitsa, also the founder and CEO of Rock, Paper, Scissors, the PR firm that specializes in music tech. And I'm actually recording from the Music Tectonics Conference in Santa Monica, California. We're on our third day of the conference over at Expert Dojo. It's been a blast. We've met so many cool people here. And one thing that's great that's post-pandemic is we attracted so many international folks around the world to our online events, and they're starting to show up time and time again in person at our event. This year, we've had a great trade delegation from Korea uh, with the help of COCA, and uh, they brought several companies over, and I thought it would be fun for us to have a chance to talk to uh, a couple of the folks from one of the companies. In fact, it's called Versus. It's a really cool uh, metaverse meets music thing, but it's it's I got to see the demo, and it looked looks great. The, the graphics are incredible. It's a new way to create music. And so I've got with me Sean Lee and Kyungtae Kim from Versus. Hey, Sean, how are you? Yeah, I'm I'm good. I'm excited to be here. And uh, I'm, yeah, I really love Tektronics. And uh, I met a really, really nice people and uh, all the honest, very gentle. And uh, we, we have a really, we share a really great idea in here. Yeah, very excited. We have a good vibe, right? It's 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 chill but business. Absolutely. <laughs> Kim, how are you? Hello, my name is Kim Tae Kim. I'm doing great, thank you. And same as Sean, this is the one of the best conference I ever been because oh, everybody understands the music here. So what we're trying to do is like talking about music, right? But the other conference they don't understand like well, what is the problem with the music? I mean just <laughs> Right, you guys won a CES award, so you went to a, a non-music conference. It is. So they were like, what is weird thing? I mean, it sounds cool and looks cool, but what it is? And they just, they get curious. They come over here. They were like, you know, like about like 40 or 50% can understand it. But others just, okay, cool. <laughs> Go for it. <laughs> That's funny. So I really want to talk a little bit about uh, South Korea so that uh, our listeners get a sense of the market. But first, just so we have a little context, what is Versus? How would you describe it? So basically what we're trying to do is to make music as our interactive format so that people can be more immersed into it. Because we think music has remained as a static fire format for a long time. So we think it's kind of losing its appeal compared to other medium. Like if you think about the differences between a game and movie, become obvious. So basically we made a system called Meta Music System, which allows users to be involved in music directly and they get to control the music, their favorite music directly so they can make their own versions from it. And we've won a innovate, Best Innovation Award by suggesting a new concept of music. And yeah, so we're doing a, we're planning to launch a, our very first product very soon. So our vision is to, you know, make a new music product to help music industry to monetize more money. money. <laughs> <laughs> Don't Got it. About it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, that, yeah, money's important. You got, I mean, that's what keeps the health of a business, right? So, um, yeah, just from my experience, it reminds me of when I was playing with my kid on Roblox. You have this very, you know, you're an avatar, you're moving around a world, but the graphics were just so much cooler in verses. And then having that, that musical component, first you're kind of experiencing and discovering music, but then you realize you can actually build on top of the music as well. So, super cool. Okay. What is the music tech scene like in South Korea? 
Yeah, South Korea has a very long history about the music technology, and I, and uh, you should remember South Korea has uh, many manufacturers like uh, Samsung Electronics, LG, and uh, Hyundai. So so many audio technology company and uh, music company working for them. But problem is they are a little bit small, right? mm. and uh, we have a really strong background about like. Uh, the uh, mobile music industry. Mm. Uh, the first ringtone service was came from the South Korea. Ah. Yeah, it's a, but almost the same period with Japan and Finland. But we, we were one of the pioneering yeah, country. So there are many mobile music company were there. And right now we have a third generation music tech companies like a video game, like in a K-pop that help music company to get a little bit uh, trendy and fresh. Uh -huh. Yeah, so that's a yeah. Have there been some more successful specific music tech companies that we should know about, like by name, that are actual music tech companies? Yeah, there are many music, uh, uh, many uh, big music companies in South Korea, like uh, Melon and Genie Music. They are Korean music streaming company. They are really big in South Korea, but not much as big as Spotify, yeah. but still big, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. That, they, they are yeah, famous in South Korea. How are they different from Spotify? Uh, the, the library is a little bit different. Yeah, so they have a more K-pop library, mm -hmm. of course, yeah. and also they uh, combine, uh, they have a combination with artist management and record label in-house. That's a big difference. Gotcha. Okay. So this is great because you're kind of giving us like our first window. Anyone who hasn't been there or hasn't done business there, our first window. And I'm curious, who are the other big players in Korea, the, the organizations that everybody has to work with? You mentioned some streaming services. Are there video and social platforms, record labels? You know, over here, we know who the majors are and we know the Instagrams and the, uh, you know, the, the TikToks and YouTube. Who are the players in uh, South Korea? Yeah, so as I mentioned, uh, Melon and Zini, uh, that is a big platform. And, uh, but at the same time, we have a K-pop giant entertainment company, SM Entertainment, Hive, they are huge. But interesting point is they share their stock with uh, like a tech company. Yeah, that's a really great combination. So tech company work very closely with uh, like K-pop com uh, uh, record companies. Mm -hmm. They produce pro uh, products together and um, yeah, promotion together, even sharing stocks. So that makes a little bit, uh, that makes a huge impact on uh, like uh, industry. So easy to work with and uh, uh, work very fast. Yeah, very easy to walk. <laughs> Got it, yeah. Okay, cool. That's helpful. And, and what types of apps and uh, platforms uh, do people like to use in Korea in general? Like, what's the experience, the user interface? You know, I, uh, early on, I, I mean, obviously, K-pop has just changed everything in music, not only there, but also in the West and how people think about fandom and fan creation and interaction and that kind of thing. Um, obviously, in the United States, we had a big Facebook moment. We had a big Instagram moment. We had a big YouTube moment. Now we're having a big TikTok moment. But what I found is a lot of things start in the East and come West. 
You know, like even SMS, SMS, you know, uh, in the East was, was very, even with the flip phones, there was a lot more texting happening there before here. Um, so I'm curious, what types of apps and platforms do people like to use and how is that different than the US from what you can tell? I think mainly follows to Instagram trend and X Twitter, X Twitter, or like a, there's a, some specific service that entertainment provides. It's called Weavers. It's a it's a fan based platform. They can you know communicate with each other. They can communicate with uh, artists if they like, if they pay some monies in it. And recently, the very famous you know the trending girl group called Nugents, they made a, their own version of the fan apps. It's called Phoning. The interface is more like a Kakaotalk, which is a very famous messenger program in Korea. They include the Kakaotalk interface, Instagram interface, and some kind of social feed interface. And even they mimicking the, the phone interfaces. So they pretend the members has called you or sent you a message. Or <laughs> yeah, I mean, they made it good. So there were numerous attempts about that one. That, that's really interesting. So, like, it's a form of messaging. It, it kind of, it's kind of related to what I was saying about these direct messaging uh, experiences that I think started east and moved west. Um, they're still leveraging that as a, a way to create an experience that feels like the artist is talking to you and interacting. And it's interesting to see that sort of integration of interfaces that everybody kind of gets used to, but then building it in for the artist as well. So that's a, that's a great description. What about some cool up and coming startups? We talked a little bit about um, Versus. Are there some other ones that, that you guys are excited about? Maybe collaborators or friends or, or maybe just stuff that you're like, I love what they're doing. So there's a, there's a startup called Supertone. They're they're doing a so basically they they got a, a viral because they made a program that can mimic the some artist's voice, but not just the voice, just singing voice. So they can manipulate the pitch, they can manipulate the style, because with the back in the days everybody was focused on like making on like TTS or STT, but it was more like a text to speech so everybody was trying to put emotions on it nobody was you know thinking about i mean people were thinking but nobody was succeeded to have control of the like voice of the pitch or singing style before then but superton made it so they have a lot of they made a lot of tv programs to you know like pretending some old like uh, like super old artists Seeing on new songs, and yeah, I think that is yeah, that's most cool one. But don't forget about fan engaging app. Yes, a blip and a rebirth that is uh, like especially made for the fan engaging with the K-pop stars, and uh, that apps provide like uh, many uh, that app sells many goods and uh, albums and uh, digital content and uh, the direct message from artists to fans that bring a new vibe to like industry. Yeah, that is an interesting point. Yeah, 
That's cool. I think I think the fandom thing is another thing that we're seeing going east to west. You know what I mean? Like I think the American music industry is learning from Korea, from Japan, uh, and uh, and China as well. Just sort of like how how. Um, how fans might want to engage with artists. So, I mean, when when you guys come here, maybe next year we need to have a conversation about what are the trends in Asia that Americans should be paying. Like, because it, it's like a wind, it's like a, a breeze that's come. It always goes this direction. It's so crazy. Yeah, that's a little bit different. In uh, United States, I think a star is kind of mysterious. Yeah, yeah, because <laughs> yeah, it's like a symbol. But in South Korea, it's uh, more like a friendly. The fan and uh, the, the idol stars are very close. Yeah, that's a little bit different. And that also bring uh, more money to industry. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because people have more of a connection. They're willing to pay for that. Exactly, yeah. Um, so one more thing, I guess, on the big picture of, of South Korea. Are there any other, I mean, you've kind of talked about this, innovation trends that are taking shape, but are there anything else? We, so we know a little bit about the fandom, the fan engagement. We talked a little bit about Versus, but I'm curious, any other things that are coming down the line in the music space on the innovation front? What's next? Definitely AI. <laughs> yeah, because AI brings, like us, AI, we, we create like a cyber idol. Mm -hmm. We bring uh, like a star into metaverse and a VR space, and a fan directly communicate with the like star like that. That can, uh, that is possible by AI. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. yeah, that's a really big thing, and uh, that will dominate like uh, in the future, in the near future, perhaps three years and five years later. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What about you, Kim? Are there any innovation trends you're keeping an eye on? So I think that's one of the. I feel proud of the AI part of, of uh, our company yeah. because you know when you first think about the AI or generating technology. Your first thought is, oh man, somebody is uh, losing their jobs, right? Exchange change something, and they take control like the humans things. But our service has to, our service needs artists' original, original sources. You know, it starts from them. It's, we our generation technology can expand the sources from artists, but we need artists' original sources. So. We're kind of very proud of the our technology doesn't you know harm any artists or other stuff. So yeah. I, I feel like you're right on point with the conversations at Music Tectonics. It's you know like this we're at this lot of conversation about how AI could harm artists and so forth, and this conversation about ethical artificial intelligence. Um, and uh, I think it's because a lot of the people that are in AI music are just big music fans, and they. You know, there's no, no harm meant. It's more like creation opportunities, interaction, fan engagement opportunities, and this convergence, all those things coming together at the same time as well. Well, this has been a great little masterclass in what's going on in South Korea. Um, maybe if there's other people who are thinking about coming from Music Tectonics, what have you gotten out of being here this year? And uh, what should people look for when they come to Music Tectonics? Here, yeah, music technology has everything. Yeah, yeah, human resources, connection, and also wisdom and uh, fact. 
and money too. <laughs> so yeah, we met like uh, Universal Music, yeah, and um, uh, Sony and uh, Spotify. It, I, I wasn't dreaming about to have them and having a conversation, but it happened in Musictronics. I'm really thank you to Dimitri wow, and other yeah, staffs and uh, yeah, very excited. And probably I will come back next year. Yeah. <laughs> Love to hear it, love to hear it. Okay, well, Kim and Sean from Versus, uh, how can people find out about Versus? Is there a way for us to hear it, see it in the United States yet, or uh, do we have to wait? Yeah, 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 yeah. so but next month, yeah, so we'll launch uh, our first product with SM Entertainment, big, big star. Yes, yeah. yeah, yeah, so probably we'll find out, yeah, yeah if you like K-pop. Yeah, okay, so keep an eye out for that. Um, Sean and Kim, such a great pleasure to have you on the show. Thanks for coming to Music Tectonics. You guys are making it into like a whole new thing with us, going global, and uh, thanks for bringing all your great spirit and sharing what you're up to. Thanks so much. Thank you. Thanks, everyone. Thank you. Thanks for listening to Music Tectonics. If you like what you hear, please subscribe on your favorite podcast app. We have new episodes for you every week. Did you know we do free monthly online events that you, our lovely podcast listeners, can join? Find out more at musictectonics.com. And while you're there, look for the latest about our annual conference and sign up for our newsletter to get updates. Everything we do explores the seismic shifts that shake up music and technology, the way the Earth's tectonic plates cause quakes and make mountains. Connect with Music Tectonics on Twitter, Instagram, and LinkedIn. That's my favorite platform. Connect with me, Dimitri Vitsa, if you can spell it. We'll be back again next week, if not sooner. You're listening to Music Tectonics.